every 10 or 15 years, a film is produced that is so overwhelming, so forceful in its impact, that it becomes deeply embedded in the mind. Persons under 18 will not be admitted. Hey, what's up? This is Jeremy Palco from The Walking Dead, and this is Still Token With. Hi, I'm Larry Kenny, and you're listening to Still Token With... What's up, everybody? It's comedian Sherwin Array, and you're listening to Still Talking With on the Dorkening Podcast. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. And we all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. <laughs> With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Hey, hey, happy Wednesday, everybody. You're watching Still Token With. My name is Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard here. We have an awesome show scheduled for you. And uh, as always, Benjamin, how's it going? It's going well. It's going well. I'm actually super excited about this. You know, we're celebrating a, a, a historic uh, achievement here. So. We are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just celebrated my historic achievement last week. I turned 50 myself. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, so, but yeah, I'm ready for this one. Sounds good, Jeffrey. Hey, hey, happy Wednesday, everybody. First Wednesday in October, too. Spooky month. I love it. My favorite time of year. And happy 50th, Ben, I have to say. Now, welcome to the old fucker club. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Okay. Right? right. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to tonight's show. Um, I'm going to mess this up. Am I going to mess this up? No, you I'm should. Mess no, up. I don't think you'll so mess we, this we, one up. We actually have um, two guests with us tonight from an old classic, one of my favorite films of all time, uh, Last <laughs> House on the Left. And uh, let's welcome Jeremy Rain and Mark Scheffler. Hi, hello, Jeremy. Hello. Hi. Hi, Mark. Hello, hello. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Yeah, was, you beat me to it. <laughs> right? Half so a century. I'm say, <laughs> hold on, hold on. You guys look fantastic. Right. Even the dog oh. thinks so. Yes. Yeah, the dog started barking. It's all that clean living. 
right. that we never did. <laughs> I did. What do you mean? All right. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I'm cheap laugh. What could I say? Just <laughs> I, I open with a joke. You know, we get rolling along. <laughs> zoom, zoom. Uh, I'm just going to let the two of them go. <laughs> right? So, uh, do you guys get to see each other very often or? Never, except Not... at autograph shows. Yeah, we do. Okay. We do uh, uh, conventions together and get, you know, obviously there. But no, she lives in uh, Idaho and I live in uh, uh, LA. Los Angeles. No, I live in. No, no, I was. I was thinking of where I was. I live in three different places over the course of a year. So um, it's we don't get okay. a chance. Well, I wish we could. Right. Idaho. Well, yeah. Who the fuck wants to go to Idaho? What's in Idaho? Oh my God! I should turn the camera around. It's so beautiful Besides here potatoes. in the mountains. Well, I love their potatoes. Right. <laughs> I love the blue skies. I love the trees, the mountains. Just we pure, have clean pure air. air. Yep. Yep. Except for the fires, but we we had two weeks of fire this year. Wow. Go. No. Okay. We can yeah. ski. I live in a ski town. Oh, all right. Yeah, I've never been beautiful. to Idaho. I should probably. Well, you can come. I have room. You can stay here. If the dog might eat you. He's very large. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's so many things that just popped into my head, but I'm not going to say any of them. Yeah, please. Okay. Not. <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah, keep keep the train on the tracks. Right, right. So, so you mentioned uh, you get to see each other at conventions. Do you go to a lot of conventions? Because uh, like conventions have been like exploding over the last, you know, probably like five, ten years. Yeah. You know? Before before COVID, we did a few. You know, yeah, a couple times. None since then. I have not not since covid i haven't done any i haven't really wanted to because uh, you know while i love seeing fans i don't want to run into that one fan who's got that one strain of covid that gets through the 95 fucking vaccines that i've had you know so uh <laughs> i just got my fifth <laughs> yeah i i've got like, i told him that when i went to get mine i said look uh, I may sound, I'll take them all. Just give them just, yeah, like, me too. just hit me up. You know, I said, I've, I've done so much shit in my life. These, these drugs are going to go in there and go, Hey, we can really help you, you know, move over. So yeah, I, I <laughs> move I, over. When I went like this, I said, come on, man, just, just, you know, pin cushion me. I just give me every fucking vaccine you, you have. Mark yeah. had the IV they, bag for about a week. Right. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mark, unfortunately. Do you wear a mask at the grocery store? What's that? Do you wear a mask at the grocery store? I wear a, I wear a fucking mask everywhere. I'm lucky I don't have one on right now. I don't know these three guys. You, I know. <laughs> you know. But, well, we all I know. Well, I probably wouldn't wear a mask. Right. <laughs> yeah, Patty and I, Patty and I wear everywhere we go. You know, we just. Um, we just got back from, we just, sorry. Oh, no, okay. it's fine. Take over. Look, there if you're going to get heckled by a dog, you know, cause you know, at least you can't blame anyone's parents. Um, right. so, so I'm not we, the parent. we just got back from, uh, uh, 10 weeks in Colombia, you know, on one of our trips to spend time with her family. 
and we're all vaxxed up and everybody's vaxxed and and even down there you know mostly every, everyone in her family's vaxxed they all fucking caught covid right they all caught. i'm yeah. walking around the house with fucking five masks on i got two <laughs> sets of gloves i have a shield on and they called me they were calling me like you know teal crazy uncle crazy right uncle <laughs> crazy they, no they were they were so after everyone in the family had gotten covid except me yeah. right when we were leaving right. to come back and they, they, the little girls like all hugged me and said, bye bye, Teal COVID, you know, Teal crazy. We'll see it. You can call me Teal crazy, but I'll give you another name. Teal sin COVID, which means uncle without right. COVID. <laughs> I and said, you never yeah. got it, right? I never got it. They, they made fun of me with my masks and my five masks and, you know, the shit like that, but I never got it. And, and this I was like, the yeah, this was Omicron. This was like the most contagious motherfucker up to date, right? You know, this was, you know, I get anybody. But somehow, you know, watch, I'll get hit by a bus, right? That's the joke. But uh, um, that's, no, that's, that's, a joke. that's a cheap old joke. That's a cheap old joke. I'm sorry. Um, but no, I've already been hit by a car. I don't need to get hit by a bus. He really uh, did get hit by a car. Really did, I really did get hit by a car. Um, anyway, so, you know... Um, Pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you ended it. It was, like, yeah, it was pretty cool. So. Oh, that's awesome, man. You know, I'm a non sequitur. Walking non sequitur. <laughs> I like the beard gone. You look good. Yeah, I get. You know, I got. I got. I'm not doing any shows, any LU shows. So, so, because um, I'm writing a book, so I'm I'm home more. Uh, so I just tired of being him wherever I went, and I just. Shave. Patty shaves it. She cuts my hair and she shaves my beard. So, you know, I really don't. Supposed to be my son in Last House on the Left. And we're exactly the same. I think I'm a year older than you. You said I'm seventy three. I'm seventy four. Okay. How did this happen? Well, you could have been my. You could have been my. You know, it could have been weird. I was supposed to be his mother. And I was like, I'm 23. I don't know if I could really have a grown son, Junior. So it's very, they never answered what our relationship was. Right. I don't think people were like looking at us and trying to figure out our ages. After a certain point, I think they were concentrating on other things. You know, they they had accepted <laughs> us for whatever age their their brains put us at. Right. None of Wes mattered, said to right. me, your character is supposed to be 45 and I'm 23. I said, I can play 45. <laughs> I didn't know what 45 looked like, but you know, when you're right. poor and you're starving and you say, yes, they say, can you scuba dive? Yes. Never been in the ocean. I got a job. I had to dive down the blue hole in Belize. I oh, took wow. one hour class at the Y because <laughs> always, you have to say yes. Always say you everything. can do it. No matter right. what, if, no right. matter what. Of course what. I can do it. And I'm going to tell you what <laughs> she just said. I, I get it. What, what she just said, you know, we're laughing about it because it's, it's funny, but it's you, you wonder how people make moves for themselves. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, when faced with that circumstance, wouldn't say yes. They would, you know, be honest or, you know, not want to put themselves in it. There was, but <laughs> there's a certain, like I would have said yes, like, you know, like I say yes to everything. Then, and, and then you figure just, it out. So, yeah, then you fucking figure it out because, you know, right. otherwise that's your chance. You, you know, right. yeah. I as I'm right as I write this book about my life, I I can 
earmarked like a dozen of those things where I had no idea what I was doing, right? But I said yes anyway, because that was I my chance. I said yes to jumping off a cliff for Search for Tomorrow. And unfortunately, I thought they'd, you know, have a pit I'd land in. It would be soft. And no, I broke my back. And, and they tried to say that I broke my back on the train on the way back to New York oh, City. Geez. But a lot of uh, people. no, it was it was bad. And stuntmen were kind of laughing that at least I got hurt. The stuntman's wife didn't get hurt. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I made $250 to do that. So oh. it, that was a lot. I don't that wasn't that much money. A, I'm not going to jump off a cliff for 250 bucks. You're going to have to pay me a lot more than that. Well, now yeah, I don't well, feel bad that I got hurt. than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was my rent that month. Right. No, I, I. They made me do it a second time. I broke my back the first time. Oh. They made me do it again because I didn't lay there and play dead while the credits rolled over me. Because the woman, you're supposed to think she died. She didn't die. She was blind and she got her eyesight back. I went to the hospital and had my back fused. <laughs> but yeah, wow. we used to say yes. Like, wow. you yeah. know, you're trying to support yourself in the right. '70s in New York and a very. There was a lot of violence in New York in the 70s. It was pretty crazy there. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a good philosophy. I mean, I kind of live by that philosophy. I do woodwork, and people ask me, oh, can you make this? Sure. Did you ever do yeah. it before? Nope. No, nope. well, I like, tell them. No, that. I'm a plumber. I'm a plumber. <laughs> what the right. hell? Well, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. It, because I, I look at it as, like, I don't know that I can't. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I don't know that I can't, then I can. Look, when I was not, when I was 19 and and uh, had an opportunity at the Raleigh Hotel in South Fallsburg in the Catskills to become the stage manager and the, the general manager of the hotel who had known me a whole three days but liked me because I was there on, the, on a weekend working on the athletic staff, another job that I fucking lied my way into. Uh, um, and, and he said to me, you know how to run these lights? I said, absolutely. He said, well, you know, we got this big carbon arc spotlight in the in the booth. It gets pretty tricky. <laughs> I said, you know what? I had to study that in school and as a drama major. Was this all a lie? <laughs> all fucking lies. Just fucking lies. <laughs> I went in, I went into the light booth and a carbon arc spotlight. First of all, it looks like a fucking torpedo shoot, right? It's like uh, about six feet long. And the light obviously goes towards the stage. But the way it works, simply simply understand the way it works. It's got these two electrical rods, these, these disposable carbon rods, carbon shit rods, right? And they light, you touch them together and start a flame and there's a mirror inside. And that mirror reflects this, this super, super hot white light flame. So uh, uh, what they didn't tell me was uh, without laughing that in the middle of the show, these these rods burn down and you got to change them and put new ones in. So oh, sure. And, and but you, you knew on, what oh, you were doing. Right. Yeah, right. And, and and I actually spent like two days before the shows started that, you know, the week of the shows up in that booth, figuring that shit out, you know, just making sure that I, I spent like two days just opening those things, practicing, getting it, figuring because I didn't want it to, you know, to fuck up on the show. If I was going to fuck up, I wanted to fuck up right then. Burn and there. the stage down. <laughs> oh, I'm telling I mean, you, it was that's a hell of a light show. 
Yeah. Jeremy, it was it was like, what? and you have to you have to put the rods in, and then turn the electricity on, and then touch the two rods together, the tips of the rods, no, so I don't that like electricity. So, yeah, I don't either, right? So that the arc like torture. <laughs> yeah, but I did it right, and I kept, I kept I became I know I became like a macher there. I became like the real. And they probably manager. paid you like twenty dollars. They, yeah, they, they, we didn't get paid well back then. I'll, I'll tell you, Jeremy, I'll tell you a story. What? Do you, you know Bob Morton, who used to executive produce uh, Letterman show? You know, you know Morty? Mm -mm. Okay. All right. So anyway, guys, Bob Morton, the guy used to produce David Letterman's show. So um, he's a friend. So, so one day he said to me, uh, he said, you know, you're a legend up at the Raleigh. And I said, what do you mean? And, and I, I said, how do you know? And he said, well, I, I got your room after you left. And I, I said, you got my room? How do you know it was my room? He, he said, because I have the picture that Don Rickles signed to you. And I said, oh, shit. He said, you forgot it. And I have it. And, and Or I had it. I don't know if you still have it. Yeah. So, so apparently Rickles, when he performed, he said, I'd, get, I'd watch all these comedians because, you know, it was completely and utterly enraptured at the fact that wow i'm now seeing comedians every day in my fucking life and um so rickle signed something to me and and uh, i guess i forgot it but yeah i i got a chance but i've got that job completely i got the i got the athletic job on the athletic staff by lying and saying that i played on the lsu baseball team that i was the second street second baseman <laughs> I, Wait a minute! You wait, really wait, are a liar. Wait. There's a there's a there's a kernel of truth in that. I was the second string second baseman on my high school baseball team. I just got them confused, right? So so um, <laughs> then I heard about the job as a stage manager, and I wanted that job. So I cornered the general manager of the hotel, and I told him I can do that job. I'm a drama major. That was true. I was a drama major. If you count drama, trying to, you know, the arguments I had getting money out of my mother, obviously drama. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> so, no, but I was, I was a drama major. And, um, you know, I got the job. And that job led to another job that took me to New York. I mean, it all did. The, it's a chain. It's just a fucking chain of shit that happened. That's what, and that's Giant what I'm writing about. I'm writing a fictionalized version of, of this. It's just all a fucking chain. Wow. And at every turn, like Jeremy <laughs> said, you just got to, if, if this is what you really want to do, you yeah. can't let simple thing like truth stand in your way. You know? So, so <laughs> you've, basically, you've basically bullshitted your way through life. That's why, you know something? That is why the title of my book is Dumb Fucking Luck. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to. Yeah. I mean, that's right. If you told the truth, we'd never have gotten hired for anything. No. Of course not. I was a PA. I didn't know how to. They asked me to be a PA at NBC. I didn't know what that even stood for. And I was pecking on the typewriter and my boss said to me, Jeremy, if somebody walks by, drop, act like you drop the pencil and search for the pencil on the floor, but do not, do not let them see you pecking at the typewriter. So I took a class at the Y and learned how to type. And I actually love being a PA. Right. 
in New York. It was fun. The, the moral to that story, folks, is she went to the Y twice and learned how to do things. Okay. Once to that's, scuba dive. Right. right? <laughs> and that's right. Once to scuba dive <laughs> and once had a type. And they, so the, the <laughs> I'm not very good at either. You guys, it's a great place to go uh, learn how to get the job or do the job that you just said that you're good at. If you're a pedophile. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why? Okay. <laughs> well, I Hotel worked as a caregiver the last 10 years. And when oh, I was told that I had to change this really nice, educated, very successful man's depends, I didn't want to do it. It's like, no, I can't. And that was one of the hardest things I ever did in my life. I had to really have a long talk with myself. It's good to do things that are hard to do because then you... Your brain will expand. It's good for us to do new things. And that was one of the scariest things I ever did in my whole life. And I found out that he was just happy that I took care of him. You know, he wasn't probably the closest he's gotten in years. No, but you know, he wasn't even thinking like that. It was, it was just, yeah, right. <laughs> okay. So Mark derailed the train, not Jeff. Wait, <laughs> you want to go up? You couldn't you talk want a about job those experience. <laughs> here's here's the thing, you, the the you guys ever read William Goldman's uh, Adventures in the Screen Trade? No. Okay. If if you're interested in movies, I I suggest two books for you, <laughs> right? Adventures in the Screen Trade, and another book by Neil Gabler called Empire of Their Own. That's, just read those two books and you'll, you'll get a real handle on it, the entertainment business and the movie business. Hmm. So, so I get asked a lot, uh, how, how, do you, how do you break in? How do you get started? How, do you, how does somebody do that? And I have kind of a, I'm sorry, I, it's a little long-winded answer. And that is that if you know anything about golf, any of you guys play golf? I, I did. Then I okay. To the point. You ever you ever watch golf? You ever you ever like watch the tournaments? You ever okay? So as many golfers as there are on the PGA Tour, that's how many different golf swings there are. They're all different. Every they they're all different swings. They're all their mechanics are di they're all different. The only thing they have in common is that. Um, when they go to hit at the moment of impact, they're all in the same place. How they got there, where they go afterwards, that's where the changes are. That's where the difference is. But when it counts, they're all squared to the ball. Right? They're all their club heads are squared to the ball. So breaking in the show business is like hitting a golf ball. How you get there, what you need to do to get there doesn't fucking matter. And everybody's got a different story because everybody does it differently. And afterwards, also, everybody doesn't do. The only thing everybody has in common is at that moment when you got to, you know, show your shit, the people who succeed show their shit. So, so that, yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the way. So the, the way I became a writer an actual professional writer, mm. member of the Writers Guild, professional writer. Yep, yep. One hundred percent didn't start out that way. 
Okay. Last house on the left came out. And um, for about three to four weeks, I got a chance, as Jeremy did, to taste what, you know, like a movie star thing is like, you know, on a small scale, right? Mm -hmm. But right. it's still, it happened. I didn't. We all did. I was still well, I got broke. A, well, I was broke, but I got a chance to be treated well, right? So, well, so, nobody um, recognized me because of the hair. So what I realized was that 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 um, being in this movie for that for that brief period of, of publicity time, women were like throwing themselves at me, like and me too. As, women threw themselves at me too. For the very same reason, right? I can see that. Precisely the same reason, right? So, so like I did publicity back in Pittsburgh, and girls from my high school class were uh, uh, like offering me shit like you know they they a scant three years earlier were just fucking ignoring me like wouldn't give me the time of day and now they were offering me a whole lot more than the time of day uh, uh wow, so Mark. yeah yes yes so so i realized that i had made you know in the in the in the middle of this i realized this is a pretty good career decision you know um and then it went away right mm -hmm. it went away it just right went away famous fleeting <laughs> that's it fleeting that's right so all these girls that like were you know i could say i'm in a movie and i'm this i'm now back to being another fucking out of work actor there i am mm -hmm. so i figured i had to come up with something for girls my one of my primary focuses in life right so what'd you so do i'm at a party one i'm at a party one night and i see a guy sitting in the corner of the room talking to a beautiful model actress, one of those skinny, just like that, just gorgeous. And, and uh, um, he's no better looking than I am, kind of average, right? And I kind of went close and I hear the guy and he's saying, yeah, so I was talking to my agent in Los Angeles and I'm going to deliver the first act. I don't, I don't really, I'm not, there's some plot points in the second act. I'm not sure of, but I'll get it in on time. And then I'm, I got another deal over at, at Fox and I'll be fine. And this girl is like, whoa, she's like fucking hip, like Svengali. She's hypnotized. They end up leaving together. So I say to myself, hey, I could do that. <laughs> 100% I could tell girls I'm a writer. So I go out and I buy a bunch of books, Sid Field and some uh, Lajo Zegri and a bunch of books on screenwriting and TV writing. And I work up like a rap, like I work up like, uh, you know, like I pretend I'm really writing something. And, and I do it a few times and it works and I keep building on it. And finally I get it down where it's like fucking flawless. You know, if, you know, if this girl has any interest in me whatsoever, this is fucking flawless. So one day I was afternoon, I was at an audition at Lee Lacey's office and Lee Lacey, who was a commercial director in Los Angeles. I mean, in, in L.A. too, but in New York, who I had done a couple of commercials with. So he knew me and I'm in this waiting room and a bunch of beautiful girls there. And I kind of zeroed in on one and I'm doing my thing. Right. And I'm talking about, you know, I'm into my first draft and, you know, and, I, and now I'm like, because I because I've been doing it so much, I'm further along in the project, right? So I I give myself credit for work. It's not the same thing all the time. So now, like I'm getting ready to finish the first draft, and and um, 
I get a tap on my shoulder and it's Lee Lacey. This is Lee Lacey's the guy who directed the Mean Joe Green Coke commercial. That's who he is. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so um, he said to me, hey, how I listen, I heard what you were saying. I want to read that. I have an agent in Los Angeles at William Morris. Let's, <laughs> I, I love you, man. Come on, let's do something. You know, so I take him aside and I say, look, Lee, I got to be really honest with you, man. I said, I'm not writing anything. He said, what? I'm just picking chicks up. I just do it for chicks. I just do it for girls. And he said to me, uh, is it working? I said, oh, yeah, I have a fucking time. Like, it's flawless. And he said, you know something? Then, then you're using this for the, for the wrong thing. I said, using what? He said, Mark, if you can get women to take their pants off because of some things you're saying about something you're writing, don't you think you'd be much better off to like actually write it? And I looked at him and, you know, 22 years old, I said, yeah, gee, I never really thought of it that way, you know? <laughs> so he said, so he said to me, start thinking of it that way. And, and get back to me when you're finished. So I don't know how long it took me, like, I don't know, six months, seven months to write it. I wrote it, gave it to him. And about a month later, he called me up and he said, uh, you're moving to Los Angeles. <laughs> I said, what? He said, yeah, my agent, uh, Stan Kamen, gave it to uh, Jerry Katzman and Arthur Axelman, the two guys who run the TV department, and they just sold it to NBC. So, you know, you're moving if you want to go. <laughs> I said, what the very motherfucking fuck? What? Jesus. And, and so that's, there you go, man. That's just like, that's how I became. What's that? You've had women ever since. Well, yeah, but, but yes, I have. You got married. Yeah. yeah. I got, yeah. So, so, um, see that, like, I didn't, it just remember what I told you at the beginning of that, how I became yeah. a writer, absolutely yeah. nowhere connected to where how right. it started out, how it started out. And you just you were just trying to get laid, actually. I, I'm still, still, you know, still trying. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm married to a beautiful woman, a beautiful uh uh Jeremy yeah. knows her, my wife, a beautiful right. Colombian beautiful. woman, uh, a woman who is uh extraordinary personality uh extreme she's either at my throat or at my feet <laughs> sadly not enough time in between <laughs> the dog just barked you like that he's got the dogs barking folks <laughs> oh my god <laughs> leo found the button yeah i work hard Goodness. I've had so, a lot of men become singers, yeah. actors, to get to impress a, a girl. right? Or directors. Yeah, I mean, I, I never made any bones about it. You know? Yeah, yeah, you're honest. You tell it like it is. That was well, I, that's yeah, not why women bad. go into. It. We don't. Yeah, go we into play, it like we that. played with wood. Yeah, we right. were. I, I built. I, built I worked in a carpenter shop. Yeah. In New York City. I, I left college. I had three life goals firmly cemented in place. I wanted to smoke as much weed as possible. I wanted to sleep with many different women as possible. Oh my God. And 
I wanted to make just enough money to afford weed and the women. Now I'm seventy. Was your real life? Yes, I look back. I look back. My life now at seventy-three, and boys, I have greatly exceeded my own expectations. (laughs) And that's how it should be. That's correct. That's how it should be. Well, we're just passing through. I all right, (laughs) Jeff. I know you must have a question. Somebody asked. Um, well, yeah, I mean, 50, 50 years has gone by. Um, I was nine years old when Last House on the Left came out. So I didn't see it for about six years after that. Thank God. Thank God. Okay. Um, I'm a horror movie freak. And that is, it, it's one of those movies that. It's so classic and timeless. Mm, I actually uh-huh. watched it again last night. Wow. My wife had never seen it, so I'm like, you know what? I, she I, hates you, know. you now, right? She's married? upset. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, she, are you still um, married? Or? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Been, I've been married a long time. Okay, um, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not her kind of movie, but appreciated the timelessness of it, I guess. Mm. It's not really you know what I mean, either, actually. You know, yeah. it's um I mean my very first horror movie was a midnight movie. It was uh uh The Hills Have Eyes. Oh yeah. Way, way back in the day. My the very next horror movie that I watched was West, the second movie. Last House on the Left. Yep. That you was my first. introduction. You know, that was my introduction, so um, and watching it again last night, I haven't watched it in years, but watching it again last night, um, I mean, I was just, I was just blown away at the, the simplicity of it, but right. how nasty it really was, <laughs> if that makes sense. And you're a fucking psycho. Jeremy, Jeremy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which Jeremy. one? Let him I'm say with psycho. you. Oh, yeah. Say I'm talking to you. I figure I was the psycho. You were the psycho. I thought Absolutely. I was funny. And you know what? I would have let that girl go. But when she hit me in the head with a rock and called me a dyke, it's like, okay, now you got to die. I understood the character. Right. Yep. I was just having fun. And some bad things happened along the way. Do you guys it know like that? was a fun part. Oh, we all had fun. This, this yeah, was- he looked it. Remains one we of the had most- fun. It wasn't scary. Nothing was scary about Not it. Impressed. It no. was all fake. You know, but and we had fun. It was the, terrifying. The, the cast, the, the four of us, had a, a, a tremendous fun. Excuse me, fun time with each other. It, it remains one of my most, you know, loving experiences. Right. Show business was making this movie. You do know the girls we killed, they don't like us and yeah. wanted nothing to do with us. It was, it was <laughs> I had to hang with the bat the baddies hung together and yes. the victims they wanted they they clung to Wes and Sean Cunningham. They had nothing to do with us. They hated us to this yeah. day. To this day. Wow. To this day really? they would not speak to us. Yeah, they treated they treated us like the trash we were. Yeah, <laughs> and we played the trash wow. that we were. Yes, we did, didn't we? Right. That, yeah. That's, you know, 
It's fucking amazing. Well, that's, I don't I think know that's what made it. That, that's what made it beautiful. Right. Well, you're right. I mean, honestly, I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, uh, in late August, Last House was one of six films in a uh, in an exhibition at the Museum of Modern Art in New York. And oh, wow. uh, so cool, so cool. Yeah, it's it's gone from, of course, you guys know where we started with it, to to uh, to that place where right. we were. Uh, in an exhibition shown at the Museum of Modern Art as part of a modern art exhibition. And it was, uh, 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 the premise of the uh, work was uh, six films that have a visceral effect on the human body. <laughs> they, were, they were six films from all over the world. After one, I ripped her guts one out. One bird film. I mean, it just, it, the company that we were keeping was like fucking amazing. That's what blew wow. me away, the company we were keeping. After I stabbed that girl in the cemetery and pulled her guts out, they cut for lunch. And those were, yeah. those were uh, condoms filled with mud and slime and tied together, the intestines. And they cut for lunch and they were serving hot dogs and sausages. Oh, geez. And I remember <laughs> at that moment... It's like, Perfect. I don't think I'm going to eat meat for the rest of my life, and I don't. <laughs> so you were actually traumatized by the part. Yeah. Well, the food looked like what I pulled out of her. I made a real, you know, people don't really tell people where their food comes from. Right. So I they, probably kind of... they, they weren't budgeting correctly. They should have just used Use the sausages and, and then cooked them <laughs> up. Right. Well, that up. Right. And Why take the condoms and fill with the right. mud? Think, think of all the condoms they wasted that Mark could have used. Mark needed those. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I, had a I had a girlfriend. You had a girlfriend then? We were making Last House. I was uh, um, in, in, at the end of a relationship, although I didn't know it, with uh, a girl I've been living with for um, uh, about a year. Um, and then right after Last House, that relationship ended, and then I moved in with Hess in this place on uh, 85th oh, Street. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's when Hess and I spent, we, we spent like a couple of years together living together, like, and just we terrorized people. It just it was terrible. It was, and and yeah. the nicest guy in we're, the world is Dave. We're the he only two David. people. We're the only two people in New York City ever to get thrown out of an Irish bar for being for being drunk and disorderly. <laughs> All right. Imagine how drunk for a guy. David has got recognized everywhere. You sound like the kind of guy that would have been a ball to hang out with for years and getting into you know, some trouble. That's what I keep telling you. I keep telling people that my entire life has been dedicated towards having fun. And. <laughs> Are you a hedonist? I guess you are. Because I don't, I, I don't like to get naked with a lot of people. But uh, yeah, and and I think to be a true hedonist, you have to be able to do that. You know, a few are okay, oh. but like not tons of people. But um, no, I really not didn't. not an orgy guy then. No, yeah, not put, more than oh. one. <laughs> but I, I have a, I have a friend like who used to. 
Was that a place? I have a friend. Wait, I, I have a friend who used to run a swing house in Topanga Canyon back, you know. Oh my God, I'm, you're kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> he, knew that, he knew that gourmet cooking was like a hobby of mine. So he came to me today. I wonder if you do me a favor. I said, what is it? I don't want to have this catered because, you know, word gets out. But if I get a friend who knows how to cook to come over, she says, don't worry, I'll take care of you. I'll take care of you. I'll get one of them to take care of you. Said, no, no, it's okay. I, you know, I'm, I'm a, think of me just as a cook writer. I'll just take some notes in my head. So uh, for, <laughs> I ended up doing some, every, it's like Saturday night for a while, going and picking up shit and coming over and cooking some very fancy, quick meals for people. Wow. From McDonald's. <laughs> Well, no, while Sodom and Gomorrah, no, no, I actually do the cooking. Uh, while Sodom and Gomorrah is happening around me, and uh, but, wow, Mark, I had no idea how kinky I didn't really know. <laughs> I really didn't know. I'm not necessarily, I don't I'm, have I'm, that on my notes. No, no me neither. I, <laughs> no, I, I think I, I missed it. a lot. You can't, you can't, you can't, you know, I, I'm, I'm kinky in the context of that, that you would say a psychiatrist is crazy because he knows about crazy, right? Uh, um, I know about this stuff. I'm not necessarily an active participant. Uh, I dabbled maybe once or twice just to, for notes. And, oh, uh, for notes for a movie for or something. For, notes. for writing. You know, you were writing. For my research. Yeah, you were. Active. I had to research the job I was just going to get. I'm a, about getting it right, okay, accuracy. Uh, so you know, I took my other pen, uh, in that, but but that that was fun, interesting, you know. I have no context, wow. it's just fucking is that, is that gonna be <laughs> in the name of science, Jen. You're right, fair enough. I have, okay. I have just totally lost all my questions that I had. Oh, no, come on, I haven't even talked, didn't written, written down. Movie. I did. Wow. Yeah. So, Mark, do you see a psychiatrist now? No. What for? You probably you know, should. Seventy-three years old. Like <laughs> You know well, too late why? Now, right? It's too late now. <laughs> I'm harmless. You know, I don't cause anybody to grief. The fuck right, so, you. Um, I have. This is not. I have great. I won't, let's, let's talk. I let's get back to the movie. Let's get back yeah. to okay. the movie. I want to get back to the movie. Do you? Um, yeah, I do. Oh, I was waiting I to see how long it would take you. Huh? I, I didn't want to, to interrupt. No, it's, I've been enjoying the stories. I mean, oh, Jeremy's probably God. traumatized even more now, but. Totally. Right. I don't know what I, I can't am believe now. I was in the same movie with this guy. She's gonna see the phone <laughs> ring and it's gonna be mine. Hi, She's my... like, "Yeah, no, I don't think I'll answer that I've one." I've done anything to try to be amusing. I'm so I apologize if I've done no, anything. You're I'm awesome, still dude. learning I'm about polyamorous it. and all these new terms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay, god. Jeff, bring it back. Oh my god! All right, so um, now Wes Craven was this one of his first? films that he did his first it was, it was his, first. his first yeah right yes you know how and lucky is that to get involved with some with, with a guy like Wes Craven well you didn't yeah. know at the time obviously I thought he was That's a good-looking hippie yeah kind of long blonde hair hippie. and a hippie and um, okay he didn't All seem right. to know too much about filmmaking 
No, he and the script that, was impossible. Well, the script said that I cut her tits off and ate them, and I said I can't do that. My parents will never let me come home to West Virginia, and he said we'll probably take that out of the movie, which okay. they did. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that would have changed the movie for a lot of people. I think. <laughs> I al- yeah. I almost turned. Da- I was turning down the part if I had to do that. You know what I mean? There, there, you have to draw a line somewhere. Right. Right, 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 right. I mean, shortly yeah. after that, uh, they pushed it to a next level with I Spit on Your Grave. Oh, I like that woman. I met her. I, you I know, really like her. Uh, well, all those movies are great. Even the remake yeah. is great. But, um, what, was your, what was your favorite part or favorite scene in the, in the filming of that movie? My favorite scene is when uh, Fred, who wrote this scene, the dental scene, where he was having a nightmare and they tell him to open his mouth and they take that and, and I, I thought that was brilliant. Um, yeah, Freddie is the I unsung. Know. I, I, I right. want to go on saying that Fred Lincoln is the unsung hero of Last House on the Left. Yeah. Uh, he, he wrote he a lot, lot of it. He had a lot to do. And, and, and yeah. David did all the music. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, we really miss them because both Mark and I stayed best friends with them their whole lives to the very the end. Us, right. The four of us stayed friends like throughout yeah. the years. We were we were uh, always in touch, and, you know, laughing. They at the were end. bigger than life, bigger than life. Oh, right. Did you ever consider the four of you trying to do a movie of your own? We used to think about sequels all the time. Like we were living in a nursing home. Yeah, we got out of jail or whatever it was, or you got undead. We weren't dead. And uh, we're in a nursing home, running a nursing home. But then things kind of get, you know, messed up. Hmm. Okay. So you did talk about like first house on the right. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Right. First house on the right. There you are. We're not supposed to talk about Last house on the circle. Right, <laughs> right, right. House in the middle oh of the circle. God. House in the middle of the circle. There you go. <laughs> so wow. Um, so another question for the two of you. You know, are you still into watching horror movies? And if so, what genre and what is your favorite? She's a big I'm, nope. I am terrified of horror films. Jamie Lee Curtis lives in my town and we're friends and I'd watch her, but I watch Carrie. I've seen Carrie. I'm scared of horror films. Psycho made well, me not want point. to take shit. I know, but they, they leave you with long lasting damage. Quentin Tarantino said that we really damaged him. <laughs> he was only 12. His grandmother took him to the drive-in movie and left with the car. He was there alone, standing there to drive in, watching Last House on the Left. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> the only horror film that really scared him was ours. Really? Okay. That's what he said. Okay. I just met a woman because I wanted to get the markers that could sign. People send me pictures all the time. And now they're glossy and I don't know how to sign them. And the woman said to me, can I ask what, why you're signing these? And I said, last house on the left. And she goes, I go to sleep every night watching horror films or I can't sleep. 
There are people that love, and I found oh, yeah. out our fans are the nicest people in the world. The horror so, community uh, is, way to go, is Jen. awesome. The horror community is awesome. They're the nicest people. I have yep. made yep. lifelong friends, met them at these conventions. And yep. um, I met a family in Oklahoma. They named their, named their daughter Sadie and they brought her to meet me. Do you remember that, Mark, when we were in Dallas? It's like, oh, this poor child, she's named after my character that was a really bad woman. Right? Wow. But what the uh, hell? I, I, had to, I had to shut off one horror movie. One. Which one? Uh, Sleepaway Camp. Oh, I really? love that guy. I had so much fun with him. We were friends for a short time. Oh, uh, I can't even think of his name. I had to block it. Yep. No, there was just that one scene. The scene where they, uh, they dropped the beehive into the bathroom stall. I never saw the movie. Oh, you never saw it? Well, yeah, you don't watch horror movies, yeah. I'm I scared. It off. Yeah. I can't watch Candyman, and I love that guy. He saved oh. me in Canada when I forgot my credit card. <laughs> He's one of the nicest people in the world. Oh, uh, what Tony about like, Psycho 3? Tony Todd, yeah. yeah. Tony Todd is a great yeah. guy. What about like Psycho Thrillers? Like Insidious and stuff like that? No. She's like, no way to be scared at all. Nope. Listen, I, I just watched Blonde, the Marilyn Monroe thing on Netflix. That was the darkest thing ever. Did you, anybody oh, see really? that? Oh, really? I, I, I haven't one. seen that. No, I have to watch that one. It's really, <clears throat> really, really dark. So what about you, Not Mark? A... Do you watch horror movies? Uh, my, my wife is a huge horror movie fan. Right? Like, uh, modern horror movies. Um, okay. I watch them with her. I'm kind of blasé about them, you know, especially the supernatural ones, because the moment the film demands that I suspend disbelief, it I get detached from having any other than if it's, you know, a, a pretty picture or it's got great cinematography or there's something, you know, some elements about it that supersede my own kind of uh, uh, ridiculous cynicism, you know. Um, so I watch them with my wife and some of them, I don't get scared, you know, I don't. Right. Okay. Some other thing that, that when you're in where, when you make movies, you don't just see the frame, you kind of see everybody standing around the frame. You see, you, you kind of see what it looks like. And it's yeah. a hard image to, to, you know, it's a hard image to, break away from to, to make go away it happens to me all the right. time so uh, is what you're saying it, it's harder to enjoy a movie after you've actually acted in one because you understand what's happening behind the scenes not just acted i spent a career writing and producing right. so well, right 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 yeah stages all the time i just think that you may may not be for other people you know you know i i just know that sometimes when i'm watching a film I, I, what my eyes see the, the frame, my head sees people around it, like all, all the people around it. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I got to spend a, a many years watching um, a boyfriend and then my husband do movies. And I love being on movie sets and watching what goes on and the movie yeah. always. The airplane was in a studio oh, on a thing, and 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 yeah. it's it's so much fun to see how they do it. Um, it's very exciting to be around a movie set. Yeah, 
Yeah, we've yeah. had Jeff. Jeff and I have had the pleasure of being on a couple independent sets. So mm -hmm. we, we, we understand what you mean by first your head sees around it. I mean, I find myself actually when I watch movies now going, mm, somebody should have edited that because I can see that up in the frame up there. And that shouldn't I know. Be I, I said, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Right. I said, sorry. No, I've heard that so much from people. I've had right. people tell me you frightened me to death when I was a kid. And I always say, I'm so oh, sorry. The, con the oh, comment that was I saw. Pops, that, yeah. yeah, yeah Pop fans comment. Yeah. Right. I saw that. Yep. Wow. Jeremy, did you, did, you ever, did you ever have any ideas we were doing this, like how people would view Hess? I mean, you know, how, how scared. Well, he's of just a big teddy bear, but he, I guess right. it was his looks and his power. He comes across as one of the meanest, most powerful guys, when in fact he was a very loving, caring, kind, helped me Goofy. with a lot of dog rescue. Yeah, he was a great guy. Yeah. Yeah, I loved his kids, loved his family. That's awesome. Freddie did too. Freddie lived for his daughter. Yep. We just had a baby uh, about a year ago. The daughter did? Melika, yeah. She just had a, had a baby about a wow. year ago. Wow. He loved her so much. French horror films. Wow. Jen, That's you're just, I, I know you're into that kinky shit too. So there's like French kinky yeah. horror. <laughs> <laughs> i've I mean, never oh there's korean horror films oh boy great i yeah but you, the foreign horror i am not a big fan of i don't know why you don't want to watch the read the the things you don't want to read it no subtitles oh no yeah. i don't no. do subtitles yeah that lets he's, you out he's not even reading the show notes anymore <laughs> Wow, Jen! I like Jen. She loves horror, and she Jen's knows a it. ball of fire. She is a. Ball I can tell. Of fire. I can tell. Yeah, she definitely is. She's such a sweetheart too. Um, but you guys have both done a ton of stuff. I mean, we didn't talk, we really talk about the film a lot tonight. It was good watching you reminisce, which was awesome for us. <laughs> we got some right? inside stories that probably haven't been told before. Um, but you both have had amazing careers. I don't know. Not well, as an actress, I didn't. Well, you, well, you, I mean, you were on General Hospital. That's true. I got to kiss and, Rick Springsteen. Right. And and the doctors and yep. he started in roles off Broadway and working for NBC and CBS. So you still have had a, a great career, even behind the scenes. I had a great life. You know, and think, Mark, the, Mark the same. Go I ahead. I'm sorry. People, I think we're two people. Um, who look back and realize, at least I do, late, even more so lately, that I've been very lucky and that, that I have had many, many more blessings than curses. And right. I mean, many, many more and continue to, you know, it continues to happen. Right. So, so, so looking, looking back 50 years ago when the two of you were filming this, did you ever think in a million years that you would still be talking about this 50 years later? No. 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 We My saw parents the... refused to talk to me for two years after the movie came out. Is that good they or bad? They went to though? see it. No, it was bad. I, you know, you, oh, okay. you love your family. Well, yeah, but sometimes the two-year break's not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a... Um, 
class screening, uh, cast and crew screening of Last House uh, shortly before the release over at a, a post house uh, on the west side of Manhattan. And I, I remember standing outside of it at the end with David and Freddie and looking at them. And we all kind of said the same thing different ways that we were all very happy that we all met, right? Mm -hmm. And we knew, Jeremy included, that we were all going to be friends forever. That, that mm -hmm. our friendship was not over. This was just the beginning of it, right? Because we, whatever this, but nobody in their fucking right mind was ever going to come and see this. And no, I, I mean, asked me for their money back and it was free. Yeah. <laughs> I want my money back. And I said, I'm taking the bus home. I don't have any money. They paid oh, nothing for this. Then, then, you know, it's, it's, it's like I told you, weird shit happens. Um, then, uh, after being out, a, I think a couple of months and, you know, working in drive-ins where a, a company by the name of Hallmark releasing out of Boston, back then out of Boston, financed the movie. And they had drive-ins all around New England and they put oh, yeah. it in drive-ins, right? And then a strange quirk of fate, Roger Ebert, the number one film critic in the country at the mm -hmm. time, somehow gets a hold of us of a copy of it and and writes a three and a half out of four star review. And the very next day, Sean Cunningham, Cunningham got an order for over eight, I think some somewhere between eight hundred and a thousand prints. And I, I remember being in his office. And watching him run around like a fucking lunatic on 10 different phones at the same time, trying to get three prints here, a dozen prints here, this lab, that lab, because he suddenly had these, these orders that he never thought were imaginable. And because you can't, you don't know when, when a review like this is going to happen, right? right. This Our is pictures like, were everywhere. The posters yeah, were, we were everywhere. everywhere. Every subway, Times Square, every movie Buses, theater. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was wild kind of surreal. well it was you know it was over the top for its time yeah i think mm. that you know that that really it was a trendsetter too for a few years well the doctors were very angry at me that did not work well with daytime television to be right. you know stabbing yeah them. yeah that was that was very that was a good career move yeah. There were so many. There were so many pictures of of like Hess that 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 classic shot of him holding the machete, right? Right. And all over town, that like people were, would run from him, like just literally run <laughs> and they just run away, like see him, and they'd run away from him. And he, as I, I you know, if you recall, I, we were he and I were sharing an apartment at the time, living together. So I was his like little neurotic, funny Renfield, right? I was like with him all the time. And I would say, oh, master, they're, they're scared of you, you know. They don't like you. They, they think you're going to kill them, and you, which you might do anyway, you know. And he has to go, <laughs> but you're going to beat someone up. Is that correct? You're going to kill someone. You know, he'd go fucking nuts. He'd just, you know, go completely out of his fucking mind. <laughs> That's great. Wow. He got typeset. Typeset, <laughs> don't you think, yeah. after that? No. Yeah, and no, sometimes he made wrong, he made wrong decisions too, and you know it, it was funny because you know I'm watching it you know like I said with my wife last night and she uh, she's like 
Is that Sylvester Stallone? <laughs> it's similar. It's a similar look. It is a very, yeah. very yeah. similar look. Back in those days, right? Yeah. You know, but you know, long before back- his time. Right. You know? Not that yeah. long before. Well, yeah, yeah maybe it, a decade. Maybe a decade. A decade. Yeah, it was a decade. Yeah. 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 He was he was um a very loyal, like like Jeremy said, loving father. Just yep. we, we talked almost every day. I mean, just like almost every day we talked. And uh or he'd call and I'd listen, right? <laughs> and uh, Jim and, said and back would, in the 1900s. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we're, we're, you know, we're up there. Yep. And um, actually, it was the, the 2000s because but that's different. Um, he, was, <laughs> he was just crazy. He was just, just fucking nuts. Just like, came a point in time when I, when I had to tell him, I can't play golf with you anymore, David. You're just too crazy. You know, he'd crazy. throw his club, he'd hit a bad shot, he'd throw his clubs, he'd break a club, he just, you know, he just fucking so um called me up one day, he said, Hey, I'm coming down to LA and uh let's play golf. And I said, I can't play golf with you. I love you like a brother, I'm not playing golf with you. No, 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 I'm much better. I'm not I've been seeing somebody and you know, and talking and I'm calmer and, you know, much, much, much better. I said, David, if you're lying to me, I'll fucking kill you. I'll, I'll take a golf club and I'll hit you. I'll hit you in your head with it. He said, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> so comes down from, from San Francisco, picks me up. And we go to a course called the Bell in Burbank, California. And uh, they put us with two older women. And now they're on the tee, the red tee. And Hess is standing by a, a, a ball with a club going. <laughs> I start laughing because it's stupid. It's just what he's doing. It's like fucking stupid. And I said, what are you doing? You look stupid. You look like a fucking bull, like in a ring. Like you're going to go kill a matador or something. And he said, no, no, I do this to calm down. I said, you don't look very calm. There's like steam coming out of your nose. And uh, it's probably okay. So now the two ladies hit, and and they hit straight balls, 150 yards. They're like, you know, kissing each other. Two balls are like right in the middle of the fairway. He says, "You want to hit?" And I said, "No, you go first. So he gets up, gets in front of his ball, does this fucking shit, takes the club back, goes through it, and shanks it right into a barranca. And I said. Now's when you need to be calm. And he, he said, shut the fuck up, will you? Shut the fuck up or I'll throw a club at you. I said, I'm out of here, David. I'll see you later. And I left. I said, that's it. That's it. That's it. So, so we got about five minutes left. Because, so, okay, if the dog spoke. <laughs> They're here to pick up this. She's here to pick up two dogs. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. The dog wants us to stay on. Okay, please <laughs> don't send him over. <laughs> Weighs 175 pounds. Oh, wow. shit. Big dog. <laughs> yeah. Now, big if dog. you guys had if you guys had the opportunity to do a remake of it 50 yes. years later, would you? Yes. Yeah, sure. I can still do my hair like that. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. We want to. We want to do it. All right. It'd be funny if we were the if that is if we were the same character, which means that you know my father would have to be like I don't know ninety, uh, ninety five. If, it, if it, and then and then we're all the same age that we are now, only and in the same roles, but yes. just four generations older. Yeah, oh, that's what I'm crazy. talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's a great idea. I never understood why they didn't. Right. Do they that. call it? They never left the house. Yeah. Yes, they never left they never. the house. Ooh. That's some. That's a spooky the title. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, that'll be on Tubi yeah. in a year. Right. Somebody's catching. <laughs> really scare that. people. Oh yeah. yeah. See, look, Jen said yes. She said yes. Yeah. She knows. Well, somebody's got to call Wes. Say, hey, listen, we got to yeah. do this. Well, a little difficult to do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right. That's another movie. That's another movie entirely. <laughs> right. Produced well, you by... know who would take that on? Is Rob Zombie would take that on. Yeah, you're right. He we want to do it. Rob you're Zombie right. would take that movie on. He probably would. He probably would. From from what I've been hearing, I don't about know if he do it justice, but well, according to what he did with Monsters, uh, probably not. Well, no, but I love doing. Tarantino would do a great so. job on, on oh, that. Yeah. yeah, Quentin would do a good job. Yeah, Tarantino's got a warped mind. I like that. That could work very well. He would. It would. It would be a little different, but it would be a great take on it. Right. I wish right. he'd hired me to just be a a walk on. Um, the Hollywood movie he did because oh, I used to I live love in that, that house that I, Sharon I was murdered that. in. I could have been an advisor as to how it really looked. True. I, well, uh, wolves, are you talking about wolves that, at the door? No. No. Uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. Right. Once upon yeah. a time in Hollywood. Okay. Uh, speaking of that, you had a pretty scary experience with uh, when you hitchhiked. Yeah, actually, it wasn't that scary. I thought they were great, Tex Watson and Charles Manson. Little did I know what they were going to do in about a month. Right. But, uh, no, I, I didn't know that they were bad. I thought they were interesting. They pulled out their guitars and played for me. And then when my boyfriend smoked pot and we got kicked out of the place I was in in West Hollywood, in Hollywood, um, Charles was driving down the street, picked me up, took me to their place. I spent the evening there. I did not sleep. My son is here, and he swears that I must have slept with Charles Manson. I did not. No. But we spent all night sticking our hand in the wall, pulling out these old letters that were really old and reading them. He wasn't a terrible person, and somehow, and he's also from West Virginia. We bonded over that. And then I, of course, went home to West Virginia and then uh, my great aunt called my grandfather and said, some really scary, scary people came banging on my door looking for your granddaughter, me. And it was Charles Mann. They came looking for me and the murders happened a couple of days later. So I've always been very grateful that they didn't kill mm. my great aunt. Right. Or me. Right. Yeah. And, and then I played... I killed Sharon Tate for a year in a play in New York about Charles Manson. And that's how I got Last House on the Left. 
And then I moved with John Savage. When his career was taking off, we moved to his manager's house in LA. The manager was away. And little did I know, I lived there for three months before John told me that our house was where Sharon Tate was murdered. All those people were murdered there. So then the house became haunted for me, totally haunted. And uh, I lived there for a year. Lots of crazy things happened living there. I'm glad they tore it down. That house is torn. It's bulldozed. But that was a full circle that I never wanted to make, to meet the bad guys hitchhiking, to play one of the bad girls in a play, then the movie, then to live in that house. What are the odds of that? They're not good. You're a fucking psycho. You know that? Yeah, she's psycho. <laughs> she's like, yeah. No, I agree. Do you know that Elvis Presley showed up at the gate a week after the murders? Rudy Altabelli came home from Italy and just cleaned up the house. And uh, there was a Elvis called from the gate, and he wanted to buy the house. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Rudy should have sold it to him. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it was really scary living there. <laughs> Elvis is in the building. Yeah, yeah. Elvis wanted that building. <laughs> so, Leo, you know what we forgot to do tonight? Uh, play the ad? No, 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 no. I, I I always forget to play the ad. I don't, yeah, whatever. No, we forgot to mention where all these amazing people that are watching that aren't really chiming in, but there's a bunch of chiming in, where they can find out about our guests. Where Where is that, Ben? Uh, it's in the show notes. I know that. Yeah, Where are the show up, notes, Leo? Up above or down. Let's see. This is what they make me do. Up above, down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. Did so, I do my job right? Yeah. Yeah. You only waited an hour and 12 minutes to do it, but it's okay. <laughs> no, that's uh, cool. Well, it was, hard it, to bra- it was hard to break in. There was so much awesome conversation going on. Oh, no, on. there was. It was great oh, conversation. Was awesome. uh, so, yeah, I know we're getting ready to head out, but I want to bring up Mark. You are writing yes. a book, correct? I am. I am. All right. I've got uh, 90 seconds. Tell us about it. Didn't he already tell us about it in the middle of the show? Where no. the hell were you? No, 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 no. I want to know more about it. Oh. When's oh, it going to oh. be done? Uh, I hope to have a first draft Where by February. Okay. Uh, I have an agent, and I'm, I'm hoping that I have a reasonably good draft by February to then go. and So sometime next year, late spring maybe. Uh, if I can keep working, uh, just and it's it's called big effing a uh, 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 dumb effing luck. That's the, that's the the actual title, and uh, I, it's I just about down. my life. Uh, just about the, the the amazing things that have happened to me, uh, the journey that I've been on, and how uh, most of it, I just think is just dumb effing luck. Just putting myself right. in the right place and just being lucky. Saying yes when you really probably should have said yes. no. Yeah. When others would say Flying no. my way to the top. Right. You have to. I don't know how to do all those things. That's the thing. Now I, I nobody you have to. Well, that's the key right there. You just said it. You, you fake now it. Now you, you make do it. know how to do all that. Yeah, right. I do. And that's amazing. Yeah, I know. It's weird, isn't it? It's like actually no shit. It is. It's, it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So kudos to you. I give you a lot of credit for that one. I'm in a, I'm in a movie that uh, uh, has been getting a lot of heat at uh, um, festivals called uh, the Once in Future Smash. You guys should look it up. It's a comedy, and and I play myself. 
So I, uh, it's a movie about a movie that never existed. And I, since I was in Last House, they, they put me uh, uh, as a guy talking about a reality uh, as if it was a reality, right? So I, I'm doing this thing about, you know, I talked to Wes and Sean back in the day, and they were very excited about your move, you know, about the smash. And, you know, I read this whole thing, this whole fucking thing. My, one of, my youngest son is watching me do this. And on the way home, he turned to me and he said, how do you just do that? And I said, what? He said, you just like bullshitted your way through that entire audition. That's, I mean, that entire scene. You just, you just bullshitted, you just ad lib bullshit. And I said, that's how I raised, man. That's what, that's what paid for your shit when you were a kid. You know, the fact that I'd go to studios and do that. It's just, I don't know. It's a thing. So he's good. That's he's good that, at it. it yeah. If, if you really believe in yourself and this is what you yep. want to do, you got to do shit like that. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. No, I agree. And so, uh, Jeremy, uh, your daughter just wrote a book as well. Meme yep. Wars. I'm putting a link yep. in the chat right now. I'm so proud of her. Amazon picked it as their nonfiction pick of the month. That's wow, very awesome. cool. Yeah, I'm very proud of her. I'm proud of all three of my kids. They're all amazing. You're a great so kid. I don't know the show notes, right? Hmm? I, I told my children to never see Last happened. House on the Left, and then I found out they'd all seen it. So <laughs> there you are. <laughs> yeah, okay. And they're still okay. Well, that's did, good. Have, did they see the abductors? I hope not. I, I'm really afraid. <laughs> I, I just found something. Look what I just found. In, the, in this library, so I don't know where that came from, but there's a book about it, so maybe they have. Ben! Okay. Oh, he's hiding. Because I, I know you him. were surprised when you were doing that part, too. Well, I, nobody told me that, I mean, I knew I was going to get kidnapped. They, they asked me if I could be a cheerleader. I told them I was a gymnast growing up, so they said, fine, that's cheerleader. So next thing I know, we're being ripped out of a car <laughs> violently, and then made to strip and walk naked and i did not want to do that but they didn't take no for an answer uh, we were in new jersey somewhere i wanted a ride home it was embarrassing but i loved the scene where i found out that i'm probably a sadist i had to wait all night to do the scene with the whip so i was putting more and more red lipstick on and practicing with the whip and the poor old man that i was supposed to hit got so afraid that I'd kill him that they made it so that when they shot the scene, I had to just hit the bed. I wasn't allowed to actually. Oh, all that practice for nothing. All that practice <laughs> and all that lipstick. <laughs> Getting into character. <laughs> so, wow, okay. Well, you know, it's yeah, always I mean, fun you know, to be the bad person. Uh, right. well, I read about that, and you know that's one of the things that I always look at. Is you know that's kind of need to know information. If you want me to do something, and you want me to, yeah, do this, tell me that great. there's but a next thing. I didn't that's know that. Need to know information. Yeah, but when you're you are, you move to New York with nothing, and you are trying to survive, and you're mm -hmm. saying yes to things, you get yourself into some situations. True. Lesson There's a story right there. I would love to tell, but I'm afraid to. But I did audition for Young Frankenstein. I did fly to California and stay at the Beverly Hills Hotel and met Mel Brooks. And someday I will tell my Mel Brooks story. 
So oh, you're going to when you this very soon. <laughs> when you're ready to tell that story, you send me an email and we'll put I mean, you on another really show. I mean, it's really funny now. I look at it as it's funny. I really want to hear the story. So It wasn't funny then. All right. But yeah, it's hard. It's hard being... Uh, 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 I found out that I knew some actresses that were very famous who also had a very... You know, just because you become successful doesn't mean that it gets any easier for women in the industry. Right. Right. And if, if women really told what went on, nobody believed them. Sounds like a book to me. Yeah, it sounds like your own book right there. Yeah, well, my right. daughter's publisher wants to write a book, wants her to write two books. And she pitched one and they said yes. And then she and he said, what's the other? And she goes, the other one is born dead. It's about my mother. She was born dead. They tied my mother's knees together. And by the time I got out, they said, oops, it didn't make it. And it did to me. Um, I, she wants to write the story of my life from her point of view. I Great. thought it was interesting that they would write about the not famous parent rather than the famous parent. And uh, they want to do it. They said they'd do it. So I told her I will write things down and try to get it right. But I've I had think, a blessed life. I think you're both famous in your own respects. Yeah, in different ways. <laughs> but I mean, so, in it, all seriousness. at least in their minds. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so not in mine. On, <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note, I know Leo, you got another show kicking off at nine tonight. I do, I do, I do. So Thanks. do your thing. Yep. I want to thank everybody for watching this fine evening. Definitely check the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us to uh, learn more about our awesome guests. And uh, we will start with uh, Jeremy. Where do you like people interacting with you on social media? I love Twitter, but I'm scared now. If Elon Musk is buying it, I'm not sure what's going to happen to Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and I am, I am Jeremy Rain at Jeremy Dreyfus, or it might be the other way around on Twitter. Okay. It's in the show notes, folks. Okay, yeah. cool. Mark, same question. Where do you like people interacting with you? Um, let me see. Facebook, I'm on Facebook and I am on Twitter at M5Mark. Uh, Instagram, Mark underscore Scheffler, and uh, nowhere else. Uh, any other place I like people to interact with me, it's exclusively my wife, and that's it. <laughs> wow, you've really changed, Mark. You've changed. My God, it took a second to get wow, to the Wow, he grew up. He finally grew up. He grew up. I had five different ways to do that joke, and I chose that one. It takes a second to get to the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm patient. Um, I'm oh, my patient. God. Um, I want to thank you guys. This has been an absolute pleasure. And uh, as far as us, just go to uh, stilltoken.com, uh, Token with the Dead on Facebook. Uh, you can rewatch this if you're just catching up uh, or watch any of our previous shows. And, uh, yeah, I'm blown away. This is a great show. I had a lot of fun. Thank you, yeah. guys. Yeah. We had a blast for sure. Um, Leo. Yes, sir. When you when I said to do your thing, you forgot to oh, do yeah. you know, your yeah. thing. Because I, I, I'm I'm off a week, you know? It's uh, okay. Catch yeah, up, buddy. Catch up. Well, you can Google me. Just uh, Google Leo Pond. You find a bunch of stuff. But I run the Dorkening Podcast Network. We got about 40 shows on the network. 
ton of awesome people doing a ton of awesome stuff. Head on over to thedorkening.com, but you can find all the latest episodes there. And uh, there we go. Benjamin. I am going to say something. Leo, go back to your screen real quick. Yeah. I like the way you changed everything over there by, you know, it was all Star Wars, but now I see all the vintage games. Oh, yeah. All the vintage games stacked up. Cool. Yeah, I figured it was due for a change. I, uh, you know, and, and that's what happens when I, I take a little bit of time off. I can uh, just, you know, decompress and, you know, yeah. just uh, well, you know, get a little I'm, creative. We're all glad you're feeling better. Welcome back. Thank you. By the way, Thank I didn't you. say that at the beginning, but um, <laughs> yeah, we, we had a blast tonight. It, it it didn't go the way we thought it would have gone. Talking about the it movie, never but, does, dude. No, it, it doesn't. Does. And you know, it's more about whether or not the guests had a good time. And I think they had a blast reconnecting and finding out a lot of things they didn't know about each other. Yes. I'm just saying. You have to rewatch it, folks. Like Jeff said, stilltoking.com. Um, you can watch all the shows. We want to thank Jeremy and Mark for coming out and celebrating the 50th anniversary of Last House on the Left. If you haven't seen it, shame on you. Just shame on you, man. That's all I'm going to say. Shame on you. Go watch it. Let your kids watch it. It's a great movie. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, don't watch your kids. Watch it. It's now officially art. That's right. Yeah, it it's is. officially it's art. It's only a movie. It's 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 it's, 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 it's a classic art. You have to watch it. Uh, but to all our veterans and first responders, we want to thank you for doing what you do, so people like us can do what we do. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. We're out of here. Bye. Bye. Bye.